All right, we are recording. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, we gave Coco the week off. Get well. Be better. Little baby angel. Uh, so if the sound quality isn't as good as normal, that's probably why. And you're also going to hear a different but familiar voice. Hi. Hi, Hi. it's me. I'm the different but familiar voice. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, Desi. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks. Huzzah. So do we have a cold open? We do. Okay, tell us about it. So I sent you all a picture. Um, mm-hmm. We should probably share this, I guess, on our Insta or wherever <laughs> yeah. we have our the social things. medias. It looked um, like a misshapen potato. To, to you, to, okay, so that's what you felt you, you saw? Some when kind you, of root vegetable, right? A root? It's, it's giving mandrake. Mandrake, okay, okay, okay. So we're we're talking about the, um, the quote-unquote alien baby that um was going around on reddit originally um the photo was on a mushroom id uh subreddit um, where someone posted it saying that they got the picture from someone who themselves got the picture from someone else who was an 80-year-old lady in England, I think somewhere in Cornwall. Um, and she found it in her garden and was like, what the fuck is this? And took the picture of it. And so she sent it to somebody that she knew and was like, what the fuck is this? And then she sent that to her friend and they're like, I don't know. And then they put it on the mushroom subreddit said, hey, what kind of fungus is this? Is this a fungus? Yeah, let me pull this back up. I I, I don't I, know if fungus is the first thing I would go to. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it looks like a root vegetable. Like I don't I don't not it's not getting fungus vibes. It just to me it just looks like a very wiggly boy. Oh, a wiggly boy. I mean, it has titties. Oh yeah, but like it. It has a face and titties. Okay, zooming in more, it is giving more alien. Right? It's giving, like, alien from alien. But here's here's the problem for me. Like, sure, those bits, I see it. No denying it. But, like, the arms and legs just look like roots. They look like roots. Yeah, they do look like roots. No, I mean, it's, it's giving alien and alien in the same way that one piece of toast was giving Jesus, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Like, you know, it... I don't know. (laughs) Don't ask me. So do you, so do you, okay, so what what are your theories on this, on this photograph? Like, do you want me to like play in the space? You want me to just be straight up real? Both. I want to stop where, like, if you were playing in the. Sp- <laughs> What's that face? I'm just, I'm just waiting for you to tell me what to do. <laughs> okay, well, let me play, play, play in the space with me first, okay, okay. and then you can be your real self. All right. Uh, <laughs> playing in the space, it still looks suspicious, even if I'm playing in the space. Again, the the limbs, we'll call them, look like fucking roots. Like my spouse. Is an avid gardener. I know what a root looks like. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it yeah. just looks like roots. Yes, the the face and the titties are strange. Um, you know, because I was like trying to think. I was like, it looks like a, a potato or whatever. I'm like, how could a potato make these shapes? Like the face shape specifically. That's odd. Um, also, like, did the lady find it underground or was it above ground? Above ground. Okay. It was just there. She didn't dig it up or anything. Like, oh really? Yeah. I'm still, huh? yeah. The 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 limbs are really throwing me off. Yeah, it just makes me think it's a photoshopped potato. So that's you playing in the space, is that? No, it's a no. Photoshop- the photoshopped potato is me being real. <laughs> well, where was playing in the space? Playing in the space was. I'm still skeptical. Okay. I will say the shapes of the face are <laughs> what you played. None Quit of the space. interrupting me. I'm trying to explain. <laughs> Playing in the spaces, you still have to have skepticism, even if you're playing in the space, but the face is weird, yes. Yeah. It is unnerving, and it makes me question, where? what is it? Okay. But for real, I think it's a Photoshop potato. Photoshop potato, okay. Is it, like, connected to the ground? Ooh, good question. I don't know. Do root go down or just root come up? 
I don't know. <laughs> but literally, all we have are the are the images. But what that root do? What that root do? Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like playing in the space. It kind of looks like a weird, wiggly, fossilized alien baby. Mm-hmm. Um. The thing that I feel like. I mean, the little titty, sure. <laughs> the the things that is like the most intriguing to me is the like bilateral symmetry between the two like arm appendages. Mm. Mm. Cause there's like the finger bits. Um, they're like pretty well. Ident- not identical, but like there's a lot of symmetry going on there. It like branches out. There's one that's like smaller. That's like very thumb like, et cetera, et cetera. It's also giving kind of like, weathered craft project mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like those arms are ha- like i'm feeling wire under structure paper wrapped um kind of like dna conically up to like mm. give the skin and then like maybe painted latex over on t- over top or something and then weathered afterwards okay all right all right that's a, that's a good guess. What what about you? Oh, do we do we know? Is it? So we don't know, no, uh-huh. but we kind of know. Okay. All right. So I did some research online about Alien Baby. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And apparently the posters like deleted all of the posts for this because <laughs> people were starting to call them out, saying like this is fake, blah blah blah. Why wouldn't you ask the lady? Because they're like, well, I'm not gonna go bother this lady who. Who posted? Who who gave the picture? And they're like, if this yeah. is an alien baby, you would at least verify or look at it again. Or, I was know. gonna say yeah. before when you started telling the story, they're like, oh, the person who told the person who told the other person. It's like <laughs> we love a long chain of like <laughs> events because it gives the opportunity to de- to deny everything and be like, feels well, muddled on oh, purpose. Oh, I can't. Per- I couldn't possibly ask them. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been lost to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, um, there is a. I'm not gonna say defunct, but it's no longer there. Prop shop. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. was in that area. Um, and apparently someone has one of these exact props um, from that shop. And they're like, oh, it's it's this. It's one of those. For whatever reason, it ended up a, an old an old one. And you old used one ended up in this old, I guess, old lady's garden or maybe we somebody. Guess. We guess. If, if you believe the story that an old lady took a picture of it. And not the person who owned this took a fun picture. And, and posted it somewhere, yeah. right? If you believe the story that an old lady actually took a picture of it. But, you know, someone took a picture of it and said, oh, what is it? Ooh. We post it and to try to make the story seem real, post it in a mushroom ID subreddit sure, saying, sure. what is this? Is this a mushroom? It has a face and titties, you know? Yeah, because the way, the way the like appendages are bending, it just feels like wire. Yeah. Like, especially in the bottom, there's like one of them ends in this like, perfectly formed little hel- like helical bit that feels super like whatever this thing was just like coiled around a dowel because you can almost like see anyway i don't have to go too like <laughs> code breaker about it <laughs> but yeah this it makes sense to me if this is just a prop what an odd prop though the limbs are just really throwing me off like why are they so long and wacky like they're just like they're a wiggly boy. Sure, sure, sure. But like, I guess you don't often hear about wiggly aliens. You know, they're usually their limbs are like eh, generally like ours, elongated, but like still probably like bend at the elbow and all that jazz. It definitely looks like a, a like an alien plant hybrid sort mm. of yeah thing. Yeah, like it has big plant vibes, but like. Yeah, well, Joyce, you're just going to take it up with the art director. I will, I will. <laughs> I'm just like. Meh. Initially, I thought that it was it was some kind of like Photoshop between, like what Joyce said, Photoshop with some kind of yeah, actual. Plan. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look like a Photoshop to me. It does look like prop. Yeah. Yeah. Like the face is just. It's just very suspicious. Like the subtlety of like the the slightly out of focus bits, like the limbs that are coming towards the lens. 
that like very subtle like out of focus blur is pretty difficult to like photoshop right 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 the what is it for uh, foreshortening and stuff like that yeah it's like an aperture right. thing yeah it's not i guess it's not for field of view but field of view where no that's oh boy it get blurry when it out of focus yeah <laughs> that's that's what it did okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but there was a link and everything to like the prop shop and stuff so like mm. I, I feel like I, I feel pretty confident to trust that sort of um, mm-hmm. explanation as yeah. to what what it is, and it, it when when it's explained that way, and you look at it, I'm like, I can, I can see it mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> my my years of watching Face Off have uh, <laughs> given me the skills. They <laughs> do a lot with latex. Oh yeah, it's wacky shit. Yeah. All right, shall we do this thing? Let's do it. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Love at First Sighting, sex-positive, kink-friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce, my pronouns are she, they. I'm your resident cryptid researcher bringing the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim, I'm they, them, I'm here to read monster porn. All right, we love it, we love to see it. Also joining us is Desi, hello, welcome back. Hi, Desi, he, they, um... Friend of the show, come to talk about some fun monsters. Hooray! We also like that. All right. So, uh, today we're going to talk about harpies. Um, so, yeah, crack open your history books and break out your old dusty scrolls because we're <laughs> going to talk about these funny little bird girls with their insatiable appetites. Rawr. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before getting down to business, content warnings, uh, very brief mentions of vision loss, torture, and suicide. Do what you gotta do, babies love you. All right, let's go. These bird brain baddies color the stories of the early Greek and Roman peoples. They also make appearances in Dante's Inferno, the plays of Shakespeare, and in various other artistic works. Harpies are a terrifying chimera of sorts consisting of parts from birds and humans, More specifically, they are usually described as having a bird of prey's body with the head of a human. Some other descriptions say they have a human head and torso attached to bird wings and legs. So like wings instead of arms and bird legs with talons instead of human legs. I said that right, yes. (laughs) There's some debate on the beauty of the human faces donning these bird bodies. Uh, One source states that the face of a harpy is, and I quote, pale with hunger. Sounds like they just need a snack. So someone, hungry. someone give them a little treat. She's just thirsty. She's just all. thirsty. She's dehydrated. She's just, just hungry. I just need blood. Oh. But yeah, other folks are much kinder, describing them as being beautiful maidens with long, fair hair glued onto a bird's bottom. <laughs> um, bottom? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the what? bottom half is bird. Oh, yeah, the whole bottom. Yeah. And we're talking about the body being the bottom. Wait, yeah. what? Where's the hair? Long, fair hair glued glued onto? <laughs> Describe them as being beautiful maidens yes. with long, fair hair that are glued onto birds' bottoms. So they are a beautiful maiden glued from, onto the bird's bottom. Maybe from, I from, said it bad. From the neck up or from the torso up? Torso. It depends. Like I just said. So they're the some, centaur of bird? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> a minotaur or centaur All right. of bird. All right. Earlier, I said more specific. Okay. <laughs> Do they still this, have wings? This is the bird discourse we need. Both both versions, because one is just human head on bird body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one is human head and torso bird bodies. Um, But they both have wings. Okay. Oh, okay. So they both have wings. Yes. Though there are some that uh, just don't have wings but they're not talked about as often there was one that talked about having a human torso bird's legs and a rooster's head there's a lot of different versions of so, this. so basically so, there's just <laughs> no one can decide on what they look like i do kind of like that like you can be a harpy but like you never know what you're gonna get no, you could no, have a big old bird beak you could have titties you could have you know yeah. you just never know you never know like yeah it's it's kind of a hodgepodge of birds bits and human bits i got confused because when you said glued onto the bottom right after saying long fair hair i i, I, I see yeah i see this confusion i thought I, did, I thought long fair hair was glued onto but i don't 
Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that description was giving me like bird centaur, where instead of horse, it's just bird, but the whole torso erupts where bird neck is. So it's the entire entirety of a bird, but instead of a head <laughs> from a bird, extra. it's a woman's torso with full human arms, arms and head <laughs> just coming off. I'm like, well, that says it. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> be so top heavy. Be hard like, to fly. That's not aerodynamic in the slightest. <laughs> but like the aside from the arm bit, that is how some are described. Like they just have. Bird legs, bird bottom. Well, no, no, no. Okay, but bird <laughs> legs is different than bird body, right? Like, if we're going, like, if we're summoning Harpy Lady, mm-hmm. like, of Yu-Gi-Oh! fame, that's, like, long bird leg, like a human do, but with bird, then just body and wing. Yeah. The other one, the centaur of bird. Think of a bird. Is, is like, you just have... a head, you have a lady from the... From the yeah, stomach you have, up. You have an eagle, yeah. just a regular eagle, oh. like a little bald eagle, right? You just take that little bald bit, you snatch it off, right? <laughs> <laughs> then you take a Barbie doll, you rip those legs off, and you just shove it in the top right there. And okay. that's what that's what my brain was giving. Okay. I, I, I get that. And this is the last thing I'm going to say so we can move on. But I did say glued onto a bird's bottom. I didn't say glued onto a whole fucking bird. But where do you where do you cut the bird? <laughs> The legs. Which is the bottom. Like, where's your bottom? Where's your bottom half? No, but like the butt's over here, and then the legs are like on the undercarriage. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to spark such controversy. <laughs> so to get both of those bits in, and you have to the, cut also it. you're saying the bottom, but then we're also including the wings. That's not the bottom of the bird. Sure, the wing bit <laughs> I fucked up on that, but the other bit I stand by it. It's the bird's bottom, the legs, and the cloaca, and all that bullshit. <laughs> Oh, the cloaca. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah, is this audio usable at all? I don't. We'll find out. Okay. Should we take it from the top just to be sure? No. We're, we've, this is it. Sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. It's what everyone's coming here for. Bird, yes. Bird body part discourse. I think if people have listened long enough, they know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, fun fact. In my research, I found out that early depictions of sirens actually more closely resembled harpies instead of the mermaidy vibes that we think of today. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, so, again, human head onto little birdie bodies. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to go into that too deeply because we're not discussing sirens, but I learned something new. Never knew. Yeah, I feel like sirens to me have always been kind of a harpy vibe more than a fish vibe. Yeah, it. That's interesting because when I think of sirens, I think of like they're singing to dudes on boats and shit and they're sitting on a rock or whatever. I guess I'm just thinking more of, um, I don't know, recent-ish popular media about it because like the like the siren that's in um, What We Do in the Shadows, mm. that's Bird. Okay. And then also in Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. And uh, when you get to like that little beachy cliffy area and you get into that like siren fight, they're all like Bird. Interesting, yeah. Both Witcher too. What weren't they? Weren't the harpies? They sang or screech or something, didn't um, they do something? Oh God, it's been forever since I played The Witcher. Mm. I feel like those were also bird. Yeah. I could be wrong, but right? I feel like that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so supposedly bird or mermaid is accurate, depending bird, on right? your source. But yeah, uh, back to harpies. From what I read, harpies are a form of wind spirit. Uh, many scholars say that harpies were supposed to be the personification of storm winds. Some stories claim that the winds themselves took physical form, transforming into these feathered babes. Oh, like Garuda. Hmm? This is some nerd shit. That's Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's like a Final Fantasy su- wind summon. Mm. It's a green bird lady. I, I mean, it tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Um, yeah, in some stories, they were even said to, like, use their powers to, like, guide ships and stuff. And I think in the Odyssey, they basically, they're saying harpy, but they just mean really strong winds. Um, so, yeah, like, they are generally seen as, like, this um, metaphor for winds. Um, of course, other times, uh, harpies are a little less helpful. Apparently, the word harpy means snatcher or swift robber. According to Harpy lore, they are said to snatch food from someone mid-meal or carry off evildoers. We love to see it. Um, One of my sources say they inhabit the underworld and one of their jobs is scooping people up and escorting them to the afterlife. Mm -hmm. So maybe like good folks get lifted to heaven and assholes are dropped into hell. I mean, it's probably like the 
uh, like in His Dark Materials, the mm. harpies in the in the Land of the Dead. Mm. Never seen that. It's it's a book series. They also have done a couple, like the Golden Compass, uh, Lyra Balacqua. I, I know I what you're talking about. Saying. I haven't read any of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, my spouse has, but yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of connection to the underworld and harpies and like in Dante's Inferno, which I'll get into. Like mm-hmm. they're a big part of that. Um, often, oh, were you gonna say something? Well, no, because um, yeah, because those. Uh, the harpies in those books are the entire bird body with just like human head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those that seems to be like the earlier depictions yeah. of harpies, and then they eventually got like boobies and shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, because people love titties. Got to anthropomorphize that shit. Do y'all remember the last unicorn? Yeah. No, you... no, what's that? Oh my god, it's a cartoon. It's like it's. I think it's like a cartoon. Well, an animated movie. Yeah, yeah. It's has like vague anime influence. Um, it's like from the 80s, I guess. Hmm. But it's a story about the last unicorn, but there's a harpy in it, and it's like old wizen. Like, I think that one had more of a bird face, but did have titties, I remember, in a children's movie. <laughs> I feel like I have it. I have it somewhere, but too, VHS. It's worth looking at. It's a good movie. I liked it. But yeah, I just remembered like, the only part was some titties. That's the only part you remember. You remember the last unicorn? Well, There's I mean, some like, like titties on a bird. I meant like the remember only them last unicorn titties. <laughs> I meant the only thing that's I think is human on them is like the titties, but I think they also had like like old witch hair, you know, stereotypical oh. like That's yeah. not a very cute bird. It sure ain't. But no. yeah, sometimes uh, harpies are not cute. Um but yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> Are those titties? Oh, yeah, there's the nipples. Yep, there's them nips. Um, <laughs> those long, dangling, swaying in the breeze nips. Huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, often... I'm getting jealous. I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take your harpy titty break. Um, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> Here, see, look. got a beard too it seems wow well yeah i think that's the correct that feels like the correct response it's like well huh okay (laughs) but yeah um often the sudden disappearance of a person was often blamed on harpies so like who knows who knows who knows um related note harpy symbols and designs were quite popular on tombs um so leading credence to the whole them being a spirit and also the whole underworld servant thing. Yeah, but didn't it, if they believe that it was, they took them evildoers away, like, wouldn't that be shitty to put them on somebody's tomb? Like, this guy was a piece of shit. Well, so, so sometimes they, they were said to just take evil people and then other times they just kind of took everybody. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, at least, like, I mean, there's a lot of religious stuff that with that book. Um mm-hmm. But because it's in the it's in the third book of the series, the um, Amber Spyglass. But they kind of show both sides of it there, so I'm assuming it's kind of referencing that. But the harpy, as when they first get to the land of the dead, they're antagonizing towards the dead. Uh, but at, towards the end, they're shown to like lead them gracefully to the land of the dead or through the land of the dead, and like talk and like take their life stories and whatever. So. It makes sense as, at least to me, as like a symbol to be used as a guidance or like a, yeah, like a torch to bring you through the afterlife. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, as you've probably all have kind of gathered, their looks, behaviors, duties, and home differ depending on who Mm -hmm. you talk to. Lots of folks with names I can't pronounce all have opinions on harpies and they're all different. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, like. There's, it just depends on the source, like what they do and the, the nuance and the details. Um, but yeah, let's get to some stories. A very popular story involving harpies is that of King Phineas of Thrace. Um, see, Phineas was just so special that he was given the gift of prophecy by Zeus. Unfortunately, he couldn't help it and he gave in to temptation, spilling the tea on all the gods. And well, this angered Sky Daddy and Phineas was promptly punished. <laughs> Zeus blinded the king and tossed him onto an island with an endless buffet of food. Now, before you think that's not too bad, here's the catch. Each time the blind man went to put food to his mouth, the harpies would snatch it, leaving Phineas to agonize in his hunger. Either that, or they would shit on the banquet. 
And that is not a joke. Harpies often were talked about how foul they are and stinky and they like to shit on things, especially your food to make it bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> birds can be pretty gross. Birds can be gross. There's a lot about just like how foul and gross the harpies are. And I'm just like, wow, y'all are so mean to these bird ladies. Um, luckily for old Phineas, Jason and his Argonauts would eventually land on this torture island and free him from his banishment, successfully scaring the harpies away. And all was well the end. In Dante's Inferno, the harpies infested the tortured woods, which is in the seventh circle of hell. This is where the suicides reside and receive their punishment don't know why they deserve to be punished but you know i didn't write it um but here's what he had to say about them here the repellent harpies make their nests who drove the trojans from the strophades with dire announcement of the coming woe they have broad wings with razor sharp talons and a human neck and face clawed feet and swollen feathered bellies they call their lamentations in the eerie trees end quote <laughs> Swollen feathered bellies full of bird seed. Full of and soot. And foul Sna- poop. Just lots of snatched delicacies. I just imagine them Woims. like <laughs> you say Woims. Woims. <laughs> Woims. I just imagine them being like this like almost like seagull kind of vibes, like snatching your like chips and your sandwich, your subway. <laughs> you cannot eat a French fry amongst these harpies. Oh, no. oh hell no. They hungry. Their face is so hungry. Like, are you going to eat those fries? <laughs> like, Oh, they don't ask. They just no. snatch. I know, they just snatch. They don't ask. Um, another confusing thing I read about, uh, there was a harpy married to someone named Zephyrus who gave birth to horses. <laughs> See, Wait, that's who? not the math equation in my head. Somehow, that feels like a false equivalency. I'm sorry. It, it, that, I don't know what Greco Roman people were up to. Like, who's writing this shit? Like, Wait, which, who, is, did a Zephyrus give birth to the horses? Or no, the did harpy. The, har- the harpy gave birth to horses. Was a Zephyrus a horse? I don't, I think just a, just a human. Old, old porridge and zeppelin were having horse children or whatever i don't fucking I mean, know like the, when wait, when is this from would you say this is like ancient like great greek yeah greek roman stuff they knew what metaphors were back then right like people were aware i'm sure they were i mean i wasn't there but i'm sure they understood a metaphor okay like because that's that's giving metaphor yeah like i it's i'm sure there's a metaphor and i'm sure if i read deeper into it and utilized my Black, what media literacy skills I have, I could have probably explained it better. But yeah, it was just like this confusing tidbit that I was like, that's funny. I'm going to put it in there. God, in my mental imagery, it's like, because it's multiple horses, right? To mm-hmm. me, it's my mental image is just like bird legs spread wide. <laughs> Just a whole a whole horde of horses just galloping into the sunset. Like a direct- full-size horse. Yeah, just, why would it be a just, full-size fucking horse? They, hey. could, they could be smaller. It <laughs> they could be scaled down. But it's just like the caverns opened wide, and then here comes the whole, like, what do you, what do you call, like, a group of horses? A gaggle? A That's gaggle a goose. Actually, I don't know. Gaggle of horses. A whole horses. gaggle a of horses herd. just gallop. Is it a herd? Yes, yes, yes. Herd. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, a herd. herd. A Honestly, whole herd. You don't That's, know. Actually, don't is know. that a cow thing? That's, I think it's a cow thing. Anyway, a gaggle of horses, miniature, kind of like the action figure ones, <laughs> just come okay. galloping out. What if it? What if they still lay an egg, but a horse comes out of the egg? It's a big egg. Imagine an egg. Imagine an egg. It's big, but like... But a horse, but a horse comes out. Like, think about the terror of seeing a horse just smash right through an egg. Like, <laughs> just like hooves, like you know, like just with a skateboard. <laughs> with a skateboard, um, <laughs> backwards hat, backwards skating hat. into the sunset. Backwards hat. So join our Patreon <laughs> so we can birth a horse from an egg. And that hor- and teach that and put that horse to college so that we can teach it how to do an Ollie. No, because that horse does not have to do homework. That's right. No homework for grandpa. What? <laughs> there was a f- Wait, couple episodes ago. Know? Wait, you gave grandpa a backwards hat and you didn't even know that grandpa didn't have to do homework? I'm so confused. This was a few episodes oh. ago. <laughs> 
many episodes. Ago. Oh, is this is this a piece of information that yes. went into my head, uh, yes. rotted there, yeah. apparently, and then came out fully formed later without me realizing where it came from? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This makes sense. This happens. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, let's let's do some theory so we can get to the good stuff. I am loving this unhinged energy. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's the vibe. Um, all right. So there are theories. Ghosts, wind elementals, cryptid, demon or a demon adjacent servant, big old birds. I mean, have you all seen a harpy eagle? Those things are huge. They're gigantic. They are gigantic. Could just be an owl. Could could be a really big owl or yeah. a really small owl. I don't know. Could be a size inclusive owl. Aww. <laughs> Aww, I like that. Body neutral owl. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. Everyone's got opinions. I don't know. Um, so this is the point where we usually ask, do they fuck? And I have to ask, if the bottom half bird, do they have the hole to rule them all? The one hole to rule them all? The the cloaca? Um, the, 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 the Boyd? The Boyd in our story today has, thankfully, human... <laughs> More, more human-like parts. <laughs> more than one hole. More than more. Well, well? I don't know. I haven't looked at it, so don't look at me. Well, it does technically have more than one hole. Mm. Well, there we go. If you include a mouth. I mean, I guess technically every bird has two holes. Yeah, if you include a mouth. Include a mouth. I don't think I would ever want to get near a bird mouth, but. All right, here we go. This is called. Uh, Bird Hunt, and this is written by Lady Alex Harp on Literotica.com. Standing on the beach, his small boat hitched to a palm tree not far behind him. Andal sets a hand on the hilt of his sheathed sword. The lush, tropical forest looks quiet, but it does little to calm his nerves. He knows all too well what lurks on this island. His muscular bronze body shimmers in the sun as he steps closer to the forest, eyes locked on the skies. This place is said to have been abandoned by the gods, and as such has become a haven for those most repulsive beasts known as harpies. Many warriors before Andal have come... Do you think it's Andal or Andal? I want to say Andal, Andal? but I don't know. Like, is this is this meant to be, like... I mean, we're talking about warriors. Like, are we in, like, ancient Greece here? I would assume. I asked that as if it would inform my, like, naming convention at all. Because I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's probably one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yes. <laughs> uh. Should I say Andal? Do you think I should do Andal? Uh, I don't know. Andal kind of sounds nicer. Andal. I like the I like the mouth feel of Andal better. Andal. I guess Andal does kind of sound more like Germanic, though, doesn't it? Andal. Well, the other one feels like harsh. is like Andal. 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 Yeah, Hi I don't, there, Andal. I don't know much about, like, Greco-Roman, like, linguistics. Like, yeah, same. I, I watch a thing that a history show on YouTube that often talks about these kind of folks, and all I can think of is uh, Pliny the Elder, and that's, that's all I got. My brain is just like, Pliny! Pliny! Got a Zeus. Got a Zeus. Um, you know, Phineas. Achilles. Yeah. Andal. Andal. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just do Andal, I guess. I like Andal. Okay. Many warriors before Andal have come seeking glory by slaying the harpies. However, in typical fashion of such quests, none ever returned. They are presumed to be rotting in the brush somewhere with their eyes plucked out and their livers removed. A fate Andal is not too keen on sharing. Although the air is rife with certain doom, he presses on. It's not like he has much of a choice, being on order from the king and all. Passing through the underbrush, he tries to focus on the upside to his situation. If he makes it out of this alive, he'll have all the money he could ask for, the grace of the gods, and be very popular among the women folk. On second thought, that last point doesn't sound appealing to him. A bunch of women chasing him around is just about the last thing Andal wants. Aside from a horrible death at the claws of some hellish creature, that is. Wading through a veritable sea of ferns, Andal pauses under the cool shade of the canopy. 
It's a beautiful jungle, all things considered. Green flora dotted with lush flowers of purple, blue, and gold, which shimmer like gemstones in the sparse rays of sunlight, shining through the leaves of robust palms. Why the gods could abandon such a place remains a mystery to him, for its beauty is unsurpassed, the sort of thing only possible in a place untrodden by man. Perhaps that is why the harpies were sent here, to protect it. Then what on earth would that make Andal and those who came before him? Trespassers, no doubt. Worse yet, they'd be going against the gods themselves. A sound ahead crushes all thought. Drawing his blade, Andal takes a stand, eyes locked overhead on the canopy. It sounded like a sudden gust of wind, a sure sign of something flying above him. Holding his stance, he readies himself for combat. Seconds pass in. Seconds pass in creeping horror. Gods forgive him. He's made a fool's mistake coming here. There's no hope a common man like he can stand a chance against the murderous claws of a harpy. He's doomed. Done for. Lost and never to be seen again. From behind him, a soft, somewhat scratchy voice calls out. You okay there, fella? That's too scratchy. (laughs) That's too scratchy. Oh, no. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beans. (laughs) Sorry, we smoked two bags a day. (laughs) We don't know what this bird's up to. That bird seed is coarse. That's just true. That's true. That bird seed hurts his throat. (laughs) Oh. I feel like her name was March. Oh, shit. You okay there, fella? You okay there, fella? <laughs> Your phone is rubbing the thingamabobber, so be careful. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I can hear it go... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. Let's, let's workshop some voices here. <laughs> yeah. You okay? I don't, Scratchy's really throwing me. I want to do a, a big scratch. You don't have to be scratchy. You okay there, fella? No, that's too... You okay there, fella? Ugh. I hate all of these. <laughs> Who is she? You don't have to be scratchy. You can be... You can be... So, I, I, will, I will go ahead and give you what this harpy sort of looks like. Hmm. Think of a slender... Someone... Someone who is super into... Have you ever seen like the like is those? Is this bird a twink? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> think of think of like. Have you ever seen like down in Brazil where they have like the that big parade where they're like doing all those little like. Dances? You mean carnival? Carnival. Okay. Where they have like the big feathers and mm-hmm. like the headdresses and stuff and yeah, yeah, super yeah. fancy outfits. Think of that, and they look like a. And they're dressed like a flamingo. That's <laughs> kind of that's kind of the vibe this harpy has. You okay there, fella? Yeah. Perfect. Leaping in the air, Andal points his blade toward the toward the toward the tree line, screaming. Back you vile beast, before I cut you in twine. He freezes as laughter fills the air. Andal is stupefied. On hand, it is the very same beast he feared. However, it appears far different than he'd been told. The harpy sits atop a tree, its body pale and lithe, less like a woman's and more like a man, albeit very feminine. Where his arms should be are a large pair of wings adorned in bright pink plumage with the occasional white feather. Likewise, his legs from his lower thighs onward have the same astounding pink plumage lending down to bare raptor-like talons. The harpy's soft, slender body ceases to gyrate as his laughter dies down. He looks at Andal with big, shimmering blue eyes from below the hanging V-shape of his lush, pink curls. His large, yellow eyes look down at Andal with playful jest. You humans are so dense. He giggles. Andal lowers his sword just a bit. Dense? What are you at? Leaning on his side, the harpy stretches out his legs, resting a cheek on his wing. 
Unable to fight the urge, his eyes lock his eyes lock onto the harpy's naked body, his flat, smooth chest with slight traces of sweat glistening off his cute pink nipples, the soft length of his midsection, thin yet with just enough flesh to beckon the hand to it. Last, of course, Andal catches sight of the harpy's petite, beautiful cock, draped over likewise flawless balls. You assume we just want to eat you, hum? The harpy giggles. Shuffling with nervous energy, Andal answers, Well, I suppose so. Isn't that what you do? Not always. Once in a while, maybe, but... The harpy's eyes drink Andal in. Not as long as we're fed. Doing his best to not stare, and to keep down an erection, Andal retorts, Are you, um, fed then? Hmm... I could go for something, the harpy says, biting down on his bottom lip. He's seen many men walk through here, indeed, many who matched Andal's defined, powerful warrior build. However, there's an element in him that interests the harpy. His brown eyes shimmer with a kind of hybrid nervousness and attraction. Fear shines through his sharp facial features, in spite of his false bravado. He finds it appealing on a primal level. So then, what is it, Andal says, attempting to regain his battle stance. A fight? Sitting up, the harpy spreads his legs to, his, the harpy spreads his legs open to reveal, now, <laughs> sitting up, the harpy spreads his legs open to reveal his pale shafted, pink tipped little cock standing on end. A smug grin sprawls on his face as he looks down at Andal from atop his perch. <laughs> you tell me. The harpy giggles. I want to go to drag brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Andal lowers his sword as the harpy descends, his wings casting a shadow over him. As soon as his talons touch the earth, the creature presses his lips to Andal's. That soft, moist kiss seals his fate. Wrapping his arms around the bird boy's waist, Andal parts his lips to slip his tongue into the harpy's mouth. His taste is sweet and harsh, like an exotic fruit. It's, it disarms... It disarms the warrior, filling his body and mind with nothing less than intoxicating ecstasy. Dropping his sword and his bag to the ground, Andal lets the harpy wrap his wings around him, his soft plumage caressing his skin like a blanket. His loincloth is too his loincloth is soon to follow, freeing his erection to press against his newfound lovers. In an instant, the harpy is rocked by the sensation of Andal's dripping manhood. It's <laughs> It's so tense, so big, so warm. He needs to experience it, needs to feel it inside of him. Wasting no time, he retracts his wings and turns around, peering at Andal with a sly smile. Come on, warrior. Show me what that bronze blade of yours can do. The harpy chirps. Dumbfounded, Andal looks down to see the widest, most perfectly round, pearl-white ass Brushing Wait up. a second. <laughs> He's got a bird bottom. Why has he got a human ass? <laughs> Sorry. It's a, th- it's a thankfully human ass, okay? <laughs> Hiding behind all those feathers. Hiding behind the feathers is a thankfully human the ass. The feathers are just like a skirt. It's fine. Aww. Just flip it up. Sure. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Shoe. <laughs> for, for, for a split second, he thinks it may be unwise to proceed. Though laying his hands upon the harpy's backside throws any hesitation out the door. Reaching into his discarded bag, Andal produces a glass flask with a cork he pulls out with his teeth. He planned on using this on a few of the boys when he returned home, but now seems like a good but now seems like as good a time as ever. So he pours the clear, slick contents onto his cock and down the cleft of the harpy's ass, making both glisten in the sunlight. Okay, does this ancient Roman just have a 
glass bottle of KY jelly? What's happening here? Yeah, I guess so. Probably like more like an oil of some sort. I mean, like realistically, yeah, but... Okay. <laughs> you know, it's homemade. Pop off, sis. <laughs> <laughs> my, here's my DIY, like, lube. Homebrewed lube Home over here. lube. You do what you gotta do. I think we're on a soft, raspy moan. Uh oh. A soft, raspy moan leaves the harpy as Andal parts his cheeks with, a gen- with gentle hands. The mere sight of his cute little hole is enough to cause Andal to ooze from his tip a bit. But not wanting to bring such a dangerous beast any burden of annoyance, he presses his cock to it and slowly guides it inside. It's a tight fit, but the harpy takes him in with no resistance. Andal, on the other hand, grits his teeth at the sensation. He's never felt anything like this boy before. Tight, wet, and with this thick rear nestled against him like this, it proves to be overwhelmingly pleasurable. The show, however, must go on. Andal takes him slow, thrusting his hips in and out in long waves. With each buck warm... (laughs) Yes? Huh? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Reading... With each buck, warm pleasure fills Andal's entire body. He savors the feeling of the boy's rim slipping along his shaft the way one savors an exquisite meal. A wing outstretches to Andal's cheek as the harpy turns to face him. His face flushed and shimmering, lips parted and panting. The mere sight of his eyes, all half-lidded in supreme, intoxicated ecstasy, is enough to make Andal almost dizzy. I, the harpy says, his voice strained and squeaky. I want it harder. Unable to disappoint such a divinely beautiful creature, Andal goes to work, wrapping both arms around the plush flesh of the harpy's belly. He lets go of all inhibitions. He bucks his hips in a frenzy, filling the air with squelching echoes. Short, raspy chirps leave the harpy as he's railed, rutted like a wild bitch in heat. Cacaw. <laughs> <laughs> but also the squelching is echoing. So sexy. What a sexy All over noise. the Grand Canyon, you just hear someone really going at it. <laughs> oh, beans. <laughs> soon his mind too come. Soon his mind too succumbs. Yes, yeah, circums. Circums to lust. Circums. Circums. Wow. Okay. I don't believe I've ever read that word. I don't know if that's how it's spelled. Circums. 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 We're kind of like talking about like circumference, but like the the act circum. Circum. I'm circum. <laughs> I have succumbed. Like you've succumbed to an ailment or something. Oh, I'm you know? gonna succumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about succum? Succumb? Like, I've succumbed. Yeah, I think that's what it's meant to be. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think it's spelt right. Okay, I was just like, I thought y'all were saying some, like, wacky version of circumference. Circumference. All of our accents, I swear. No, no, succumb. Yeah, the line is, soon his mind succumbs to lust. Okay, okay. Succumb. Succumb. Subcumb. Sub. (laughs) What? That's subs coming. Oh, that's subs coming. Oh, we love subs coming. Oh, the subs coming. (laughs) God, this is this is gonna be an insufferable episode. (laughs) I apologize to your listeners. Sorry. All right. Oh, shall I? Okay. Soon his mind sub- <laughs> oh. uh, no, okay, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> Soon his mind succumbs to lust, his eyes nearly rolling to the back of his head. Uh yeah, yes, more gods, more. The harpy begs through his moans. Andalup. Andal abides, fucking him as hard as he can. His groin slams against the harpy's ass in clapping rhythm. 
The warrior cannot bear the weight of pleasure. His breath is strained and teeth clenched. Even as he continues fighting back his impending orgasm, he can feel thick, slippery cum ooze out of him. At last, he loses control. Plunging his cock deep into the harpy, he holds the winged beast tight in his strong arms. Letting out a cry of release, he erupts inside the wide-eyed harpy's ass with an orgasm so strong it causes his body to tremble. Acting on instinct, Andal plants an impassioned kiss on the harpy's neck, to which he coos, sucking on warm, damp skin. His senses return to Andal. His eyes open, peering down to find his companion's diminutive cock still on end. Not being a selfish lover, he resolves to do something about this. Pulling out from the pulling out from the grip of the harpy's backside, he rests his hands on the feminine on the feminine avian's hips and slides down to his knees. Puzzled, the harpy asks, "What are you?" Oh. A soaking, squishy warmth around his rim answers the harpy's question. Andal kneels behind him, tongue gracefully working his cum dripping hole. The harpy shudders at his touch, almost ready to squeak. Oh, squeak. (laughs) Almost ready to speak until one of Andal's hands reaches up from between his legs. Andal's broad broad hand wraps around the harpy's cock as his mouth cleans his rim, stroking gentle but quick. He is delighted to feel his hand fill with pre-cum. Pre. His... (laughs) His tongue works in his tongue works in long, savory strides against the plucked edges of the bird's asshole before at last slipping inside. Plucked edges. You Are mean we- like you're like defeathering a bird before you put it in the oven? Well, pluck? No, I like, was wondering is, about pluck too. So this is this the analog of this is sending me. So this is like, ooh, I shave my asshole, but for the bird, it's like Ooh, I've plucked my asshole for you, daddy. <laughs> like, oof. <laughs> Plucking all those tail feathers so you can get up in there. I've made it nice and smooth for you, daddy. <laughs> uh, challenging stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, jeez. But do we got that bumpy texture still? Oh yeah, get that chicken skin. Like that chicken skin. <sighs> Bumped for his pleasure. <laughs> Overwhelmed by physical. Plucked edges, bird's asshole. Slipping inside. Overwhelmed by physical satisfaction, the harpy cries out. Oh, oh God, yes. Baby, yes. His hips. <laughs> that was too much. That was a hate crime. I'm sorry. <laughs> Way to be a stereotype, Desi. I mean, you give me a flamboyant bird twink, what am I to do? <laughs> what am I to do? What are you to do? I could hear the mimosa coming out of that mouth. We have a pink... <laughs> a pink bird twink. What else is he? Uh, no, you're, yeah, you're like not this wrong. Bird, this bird's at the bottom of the bottomless b- mimosas. Oops, this, all bottom. This bird is not <laughs> attending the brunch. They are performing at the brunch. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, beans. Okay, we'll give that one more. Slightly less of a hate crime. Okay. Um, do you want to start with that? Just yeah. start with the paragraph. Burps. <laughs> Overwhelmed by physical satisfaction, the harpy cries out. Oh, oh God, yes, baby, yes. His hips thrusting in primal instinct. As Andal cleans the semen from his lover, he rolls his tongue from within. More and more cum drips from his fingers, ushering in the arrival of the harpy's long-awaited orgasm. Fuck. Yes, yes. The harpy cries, his feminine raspy voice cracking under pressure. Writhing his beautiful lithe body, the harpy climaxes, shooting a vast amount of sticky warmth into Andal's fist. Pulling back his hand, Andal withdraws from between the harpy's cheeks, eager to taste his seed. He licks his hand clean. 
Is that the sound of him licking his hand clean? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He licks his hand clean. He lick. <laughs> he licks his hand clean as the harpy catches his breath. His cum is, to little surprise, delicious and sweet. Wow. The harpy says through a heavy breath. The girls were right about you guys. <laughs> I think I'll keep you around. Andal weighs his options for a moment before shrugging and replying. Doesn't sound too bad. After all, it wouldn't be wise to question such a fearsome, deadly beast. The end. The end. <laughs> the end. I thought it was cute. Yeah, it was good. Little, little pink twink bottom <laughs> coming to fulfill all your fantasies, Daddy. I like how the guy is also like, you know what, yeah, sure. Like, I'm going to drop everything. Let's. I'm just going to live here now. Mm-hmm. No more whatever he does. I don't know. But it's just like instantly. He's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Give it all up for that little twink. Mm-hmm. That, that pink bird twink hole. That bird twink. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. With those plucked edges. <laughs> those plucked edges. Those bumpy bumps. Those chicken skin. Um, okay, so who, who, who's going at it? Who wants to fuck a bird twink? I, I feel like I, I get the distinct impression that this particular bird twink would not exactly be into what I have to offer. Straps exist. No, I know. You, you could just, peg that bird. Huh? You could peg that bird. Yeah. Do you think the bird would be into like titties and stuff? I, mm. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't really know what the bird's into. Yeah. I mean, we don't I've, know this bird. I've typecast them as a raging homosexual. Yes. But <laughs> we don't know if this is entirely the case. That's true. This is true. But I, I also, I feel like the story typecasted them as a yeah. raising, as a, a raising, a raging, a raising homosexuals. <laughs> Welcome to our new offshoot podcast, Raising Homosexuals, with three really gay people. Oh, see, I was taking it more as like an astrology thing, like, oh, oh I've, I'm, I'm, I'm homosexual rising. <laughs> I mean, it's my rising yeah, sign. Also fair. <laughs> I've got a hom- I'm a, my homosexuals and moon, or, or whatever. Yeah, like my son's my my sun signs gay, but my uh, my moon signs homosexual. Yeah, I would say the sun's. Sun sign for this one is homosexual. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Yeah. 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 I think harpies are pretty fucking cool. Mm. Yeah. Just in general. Okay. I like birds. I think birds are cool mm. in general. Yeah. So like bird people that can like, I mean, birds, well, there are a lot of birds that can talk to you anyway, but like, you know, taking that a step further and like really talking to you. Really taking it a step really? further. Well, <laughs> well, this is taking it a real step further, but like, you know. I think it's a pass for me. Yeah, no. It, I mean, twink. Fair yeah, enough. no, yeah, twink's not your uh, yeah, flavor. It, mm, 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 no, thank you. Yeah, It's I, not for me. I think also, like, I don't think um, the twink is after what I'm selling, you know, like, yeah. trans femme vibes, like, I'd, I'd, yeah, Sun sign, homosexual. Yeah. And I feel like it's important that it's a sun sign in homosexual and not a sun sign in queer. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> a like good distinction, distinction to make. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, I don't think they're really probably interested. What 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 I got going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What kind of bird do you think would be like so obviously this this flamingo bird is too, way too much of a twink for for us. Sure. I'm trying to think what kind of like let's all think about what kind of bird bird harpy would be do do you think would be like our kind of bird? See, I just go immediately to like a Dungeons and Dragons space and I'm just like give me an owl bear. An owl bear. Okay. Mm. Big fluffy. Give me the owl bear for that furry. Yeah. Furry? Furry? No. Harpy. <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoop. Freudian slip there. Whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> hmm. What yeah. about you, Joyce? I was hoping you would go first. <laughs> I'm thinking. I love birds. Well, it's like. It's hard to pick. I, mm. I like a lot of birds. 
You know what I mean? But yeah. what birds do you want to fuck? <laughs> uh, Your listeners need to know. Um, hmm, I would, okay. I would hang out, not fuck, American woodcock, because they're funky little guys. You ever see them do a little dance? Yeah, they're little. They're little dance, very cute, but wouldn't want to fuck. Um, too pointy of a mouth? Too pointy. And they're too, too much of a goober. Like, I'm a goober, but, like, you know, you don't necessarily want to, like, fuck a mirror. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so. Um, I don't think I've ever heard that phrasing before, but it's I not really a phrase that anyone uses. This is bad choice brain. Um, I might consider a loon. I like their call, it's very fun. And they have a, they have good pattern. Oh God! I don't know nearly enough about birds to follow this oh, conversation. See, I, what that loon do? You're you're with bird people. <laughs> I'll have to show you a picture of a loon. They're they're well, very just cool. Describe it for the listeners. Well, it's like a, it is like a North American bird. It you know glides on the water like a duck. It, it flies. It has black, white, and gray plumage. Um, the head is mostly black and has red eyes, but it has a very eerie call that they use in movies a lot when you're in the woods. If you ever seen a movie set in the oh. woods since early morning, I can't do it. But I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. that's a loon. Hmm. Uh, very cool call. Um, what bird would I want to fuck? Like this is such a weird phrase. I hate it. <laughs> These are that's bird. That's not bird. Yeah, sure. It's harpy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make that <laughs> distinction. Harpy. What? What flavor of harpy? Yeah. What flavor <sighs> of harpy? Hmm. Um. No, their feathers are weird. But it could be like a like a goose down, like a bed do. Sure. I don't think I want to fuck a goose harpy. Um, but that neck, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe like a... All of it doesn't feel right, because I was going to say roadrunner. I like the, like the long-tailed birds, mm. you know? And like they're fast, they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um Let's just leave it at that, because I don't know. We're, okay. we're, I'm really stretching our time here. What about you over there? You've been pretty silent. Because I've literally been thinking about like all the birds. There's so many birds. There's so many. How and could I, you choose like, a how bird? How could you fucking choose? I will, I, I, all it, of them. I think it depends on my mood, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't. personally, I don't know enough about birds, but I just want a bird that like is so big it looks like it can't fly. Yeah. Penguin? A penguin? Po- uh, ostrich? Heart? Harpy penguin. Harp- That's an interesting. A harpy penguin, an ostrich, an emu. This, this is why. This is why I went <laughs> emu, to emu. You mean an emu? <laughs> a cassowary like just could where, kill you easy. Those, those where are, are the thick? Where are the thick harpies at? I mean, penguin That's what thick. I'm Penguins. Penguin yeah. thick. Hmm. Penguin thick. Uh, ostrich thick. Got long legs. Emus, cassowaries. Wait, penguin harpy is siren. <gasps> Dun, dun. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. It's the wet bird. Come. It's the wet. It's the wet. It is technically the wettest bird. I it feel is, like it is the wettest bird. I don't think there's much arguing. That's the wettest bird. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They like that wet, wet. Mm. Oh god, <laughs> All right, I think it's time to wrap this baby up. Yeah. Wait, did you give an answer? I didn't. Um, I'm just gonna pick a. You know the um What the, about a one, Scarlet Macaw? The Birds of Paradise. <laughs> oh, the yeah. one the one specific one where it fans out and it <sighs> looks like it's like a black boomerang with the blue, the super like neon oh, blue yeah, with the yeah, eyes. Yeah. And it's and it like beats its tail like a drum. Yeah. And it goes crack, crack, crack. That makes me think of a different wet bird that I think <laughs> might be my answer. <laughs> <Every> wet bird. <laughs> Which Puffin. Oh. It can fly though, but it's so cute. You know what? You remember P- puffin thick? Well, uh, p- puffin both wet and thick. Yeah, <laughs> wet and thick, and super cute. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like I feel like puffin is serving more than penguin to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Puff- puffins are good. Oh, that time in Iceland. Anyway, um, let's wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. I know we were a bit uh, off the hook today. Um, I don't know where our brains are at. But hey, thanks for listening anyway. You want to find more things last? We sure do hope so. So go to our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash LaughsPod. And that's L-A-F-S-P-O-D. What will you find there? You'll find our website. You'll have About Us, recent episodes. 
you will also find our cryptid Cupid submission form. Do you have a story? Did you write a story? Do you know where a story is? You just want to say hi? Use that. Get at us. We need stories and we like hearing from you. Uh, you also find social media stuff on our link tree. You will find our Patreon. We have four tiers. We have a general good luck. We have a literature club where you'll get notes and stories that we write. There is also the content club. You get all other shit, but you also get bonus episodes. You get video content, art, blah, 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 blah. And then last, the booty pick of the month club, which is what it sounds like. You get a picture of butts and or butts once a month belonging to the laughs crew. Uh, review us. We love that. We love stars. Tell your dog, tell your mom. Someone told their mom. Uh, I could tell my dog too, but you yeah. can tell your dog. Tell the dog. I've told a lot of my friends. We love this. I've told a lot of people, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into it. Is that all the things? Yeah. All right. Well, watch them, Shadow Sweeties. Stay horny, babes. And the last thing here. Yep. <laughs> yep. You did it. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs>